Welcome to the podcast, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business by Coach James Short. This podcast is designed to help you with strategies, insights, and ways to increase sales, build and lead high-performing teams, and ultimately grow your business. Your host, James Short himself, also shares some of his secret sources on how he helps his own clients achieve business growth quickly and easily. James has been coaching those in the real estate and property industry for close to 10 years now, and his clients keep on saying, since working with James, their results have been outstanding, giving them more money, time, and fulfillment. James is offering a free strategy call to those listening to see how he can assist you to take your business to where you want to go. Simply go to jamesshort.com.au forward slash strategy and book in a time today. Now on with the show. Hi guys and welcome to another edition of Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Coach James Short here and welcome to another edition. Wow, it's amazing how the world takes us and where we end up and where we, our journey goes. I share a little story. A number of years ago, we, uh, we ended up in Bali and uh, we, we, we started on the trek to, to see how we could survive over there as a bit of adventure to uh, have the kids experience a different way of life and, and for us as well to see if we can work offshore, still working in Sydney in Australia, but how we could run the business from overseas. And so we, in 2017, we landed in Bali really with our sleeves up and, and ready to go. And it was in that process where we were looking for a school for the kids to find out where's going to be the best fit for them and where's, where's that alignment. And uh, it, was, it was a really interesting process. We went to a number of schools and, you know, one, one kid wanted one school, the other kid wanted another school until we found this one school. And it was absolutely an amazing process because they both said, mom, dad, we both want to go here. And I remember that first day when we met the principal um, of this school, we went in and I remember very clearly it was, I, I walked in the office and I saw all these great books that I personally have read for, for myself, for my clients, you know, Think and Grow Rich, The Power of Now, all these amazing books. And I went, oh my goodness, whoever is leading and, and running this school has certainly, they've got their head, head on and this is the school. And so we, we met, we met Anthony, we met his beautiful wife, Elle, who, who's also a teacher at the school. And, and we just connected and it was a beautiful bond. And from that time when the kids went to school, they just flourished. I remember so many instances where, where Anthony, that we just set my, my son Tiger aside and just had chats for hours and just to really have that care factor. And we are so fortunate enough to have both Anthony and Elle Hayes on this call today to find out where their journey is because they've done some amazing transitional work, both with kids, with parents, with companies and organizations and the business time for change consulting is really making that is really having that time to make the change for so many people's lives, both children, parents, adults, companies, you name it. It's all about people. So we're really honored and privileged to have them both on the line today. Guys, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank Thanks very much, mate. Thank you. Greatly appreciate it. Good to be here. Yeah, mate, guys, let's let's go back a little bit. I know. I mean, we could be going for hours on these some of these subjects that I'm so so excited to talk about. But what's the journey? How have you guys? Where did it start? And what's been that journey up until up until now? Just to give the listeners a little bit more context. Well, we were teaching for thirty years, and all during those thirty years of experience, I guess we learnt 
relationships and connection are the most important thing. And then when we came to Bali to do our teaching on the end of our sort of career in Australia, um, we, we actually went to this school because of the, the basis of consciousness and mindfulness that was at that school. Um, so from there, we actually grew not only in our teaching, but we also grew in ourselves. So I think that that's the most important thing that we've learned from this little part of the journey is about looking inward and, and how from, from being uh, in touch with yourself, how you can actually make change and how, how you can thrive and, and, and assist others to thrive even more. So we thought we did a great job as teachers, but we've actually added to it through consciousness. Yeah, I guess um, the experience of teaching here in Bali, as you know, at the school, it was a very different environment from most schools in Australia. And, and so we did. We learned a lot about ourselves as people and as teachers. And But then there was still a system. Mm. Um, even above that, that's sort of still, you feel a bit squashed sometimes that the system keeps you in that box. And so, yeah, I think it was time. We realised that if we really want to get this message across and transform education in some way, we needed to step outside of the system and work from the outside in. Love Hence, it. Time for Change Consulting. Yeah, and so so tell us a little bit more about Time for Change Consulting. So what where is it you guys up to now? Who are you working with? How's that working? And what are you doing for these, for these people? Well, we've only been going three months and it's been a really interesting journey because I think we started off with an idea of what it would be and it seems to be flowing into all of these other things, which is really cool. And we're really open to that. So we started off, um, we've been doing some work with children, so children's therapy and children's coaching. Um, we're getting away from the curriculum-based stuff and we're just wanting to work with well-being, social and emotional needs. Um, those kids that don't fit in anywhere else and schools are struggling with, they're the kids we really want to be reaching out to. Um, so we have yeah, a lot of kids on the agenda, but then we realise that if we want to make change for the kids, sometimes we need to access the parents and the teachers. <laughs> so it kind of flew, uh, it's, it's flowed from there into doing conscious parenting courses. Awesome. Um, parent coaching and then we got sidetracked again and went on to relationship coaching which was a really cool experience that we love so we're like we can do this as well because the model of consciousness is all the same yes it just gives a call mate if you have any problems okay <laughs> <laughs> done speed dial so it's kind of expanded from this idea that we had into, and what we realised is what we created as a model of consciousness. Um, and so we have a process where we start with a person in, as an individual, and then we go to connection, understanding, um, empowerment and involvement. So we sort of set up this model and we realised that we can use that model in any relationship. And so the business can potentially go anywhere with that model. And this is such a large scope, right? Because you go from self to, to child to parent to adult to... Or even if you look at it as a, as a company, as an organisation with its own entity, you can still go through those different levels, which is truly amazing. Right, I mean, well, we've we set up a model. We're like, this is actually a model for our business and for us personally as human beings. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. so you, we've discovered and through learning and, and discussions and... and um, uh, clarifying things that yeah, consciousness can be the basis of anything yeah. um, with connection with people and like Elle said the model is the model is just so good and like I was just you know reading a little bit of Stephen Covey like we were, one of your questions was about mentors he was one of my mentors for many years and I'm just starting to come back to it a little bit and 
and about the spirit, you know, there was four intelligences you spoke about and the spirit mm. is the, the driver of all. And that's an amazing thing to realize that if you don't have the spirit right or the connection with yourself, I just find now that, you know, if you start it from your values and, and that as your basis, there's your conscious points that actually um, drive the other areas of your life, you know, whatever it is, whether it's family, you know, business, whatever. So, so true. So true. So, so obviously you guys have, have walked a journey. Um, there's been some highlights. There's been some challenges. I'd like to get a little bit personal here in, in relations to, to looking at some of those challenges. Cause I think it's always nice to, to share some of those challenges that you've come through the other side and you look back and go, wow, that was an interesting time, but it has helped me shape me, guided me to where I am today. What are some of those challenges that you could share that you've come through the other side that has made you to, I guess, who you are today that has shaped you to where you, you're moving forward. You go first. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, do you want to share? <laughs> um, oh, challenges. Wow. Well, challenges, I guess, currently as in setting up a business in a foreign country <laughs> was yeah. an interesting challenge um even working in indonesia you know it's a beautiful place but it has challenges because things are very very different from other other places um, uh, you learn you learn a lot of acceptance and you learn that everything's not going to happen as, uh, <laughs> yeah, right. very just cool. lower your expectations and things will happen in the right time um, but i think personally as far as challenges go for me i guess being stuck in the system of schools and wanting to help um schools and, and education can just become an all-consuming profession if you let it and we did um, i know i did personally i found it hard to really switch off because you're constantly thinking about those kids and you know when we started teaching 30 years ago you may have had one or two kids in your class with a lot of family issues and things but now it's you know it's half or more and so creating that sort of very personalized caring approach with 15 20 kids out of 30 um is really really draining yeah. um and so i felt you know in the end i was suffering from anxiety i'd wake up in the morning and i'd be just stressing constantly because you couldn't switch off. It was really, really hard to switch off. So discovering mindfulness and being a lot more conscious about those types of things has sort of helped um, awesome. for that. But they also pushed us into that business because we were like, we can't keep beating our heads against a brick wall in a system that it just isn't supporting what we believe is the right thing to do for kids. Yeah, no, that's, that's the thing that I want to um, touch on a little bit is that feeling of frustration in the fact that our, our values weren't matching a system value of um, connection and, and belief in in um, unlocking everyone's talents, human their human talents. Um, it was about putting young children into boxes and expecting them to do things that um, that and teachers as well that that, yeah. that didn't really match with the values of what teaching was about. It was a system of standardised testing. It's a system of this. And that's, I guess, we, we don't want to focus on that. We want to actually move ahead to how we can change it. Because if you're putting the energies on the, on the past, isn't, you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. But, you know, one of the frustrations for me, or, well, ultimately I was a principal in Australia and I had a, I had a, a big, a massive depression um, episode uh, because of the, I felt the absolute um, massive gap between the, the expectations of, 
standardization to the expectations of actually supporting and and growing children and, and letting them be and actually giving them childhood rather than just a, a standardized version of what what was supposedly what they looked like and, yeah and like that every child at eight years of age should be this you know that's what the feeling was so yeah. it's um it's sort of uh, that was that was one of my big my big challenges and yeah. i guess through consciousness and through connection with meditation and and um and meditation and, and yoga and, and those things that i've come a long way I, like i still have like i was saying still have anxiety and still have those days of you but now i'm more aware of it and you can actually feel it so those challenges have been there but it's um and you've got tools now right and you've got strategies on on how how to work through it where where maybe in the past it was it was a little bit different and, and i guess that's where it's, and this is where I ask the question that I'll lead to a success question in a minute is, is it's, we, we, we take our challenges and we go, cool, how do we not want more of them? And, but how can then we learn more about them? And then the next minute we're, we're, we're living it and breathing. And then how can we share them? Yeah. And it's a beautiful transition. I find time and time again, where it's like, cool, I've learned something new. This is amazing. Let's, let's spread that word. And this is where you guys have, have really ended up. And it's just so beautiful to see. To, to that you're actually sharing these tools or strategies, this, this model out to the, to the wider world, because it definitely needs to get out there. And you hit so many points in relations to, to just looking at it from the outside in rather than trying to break through from the inside, because it's, it's, it's forever as you're inside. So that's beautiful. If you look about this, I mean, you guys have had some beautiful successes along the way. And if you look back, what are some of those turning points for you both? in relations to, to the, some of those successes? I guess, in, you know, you talked about Ty, your, your, your young, young fella. Um, you know, those successes are those conversations. And it's those little things that really, really make a difference. And when you start to realise that, it's, it's um, a pretty amazing thing. Um, you know, like even just with our business now, signing up a client for 12 months is, or we'd like to call them learning partners, is a little success, but it, it keeps challenging, or not challenging, but providing the, um, that you know you're going in the right direction. Yeah. Um, so those, that's a little success, but like... I think a lot of our success over the years at school has been those relationships yeah. that we've created with parents and teachers and kids. Um, and I, I think, you know, the, the feedback we get from those people is... That, you know, when, when you, someone tells you that they've helped or, you know, I had some children last year at the end of the year when we left who just said, you've changed my life. Like when someone tells you that, yeah. that's, that's the success. That's when you go, okay, all of that was words. You don't need anything else, but those words just are the moment. And, so. and I feel the success of someone knowing that you're authentic, like you, as you come across authentically, that's one of the greatest successes you can have. And um, as, as now in our business, that's what we strive to be, absolutely authentic. And I think that um, if you can you know, continue to that one as one of your values, I think whether, yeah, that'll be successful too. So it, it's just those little small successes that keep adding up. Um, and, and actually like for me, once again, it was like Elle said in, in teaching, it's being connected to people it's just those connections that you keep going like i used to do little post-it notes with writing 
thank you for the way you interact with children. It's great to see how you, you know, give kids special, um, you know, special reminders feedback. or feedback. And I put them in pigeonholes and like their little the teachers. successes, teachers. Yeah. And, and people that worked at schools, they used to say to me that those little post-it notes made, meant a lot to them. They actually carried them on their yeah. mirror, on their desk, whatever. So that's sort of successes that I love. And those small things, yeah, you just keep adding up. Yeah. Now you've both been in, in, in leadership positions and you've, you've obviously seen uh, many leaders out there in relations to the school system, the business system, life in general, in relations to leadership, where do you think um, people get it right? And where do you think people get it wrong? So to speak, what, what are you noticing out there? I guess, yeah, sure. One of the things that we are working with parents and teachers on at the moment is ego. And yeah, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think from a leadership perspective, that's where you can either get it right or get it wrong. Um, it's understanding your ego and all those beliefs and those stories and those pressures that you've built up over all the years since the day you were born. And when we look at those and we actually get people to draw, write, mind map, every aspect of their ego that they can drag out and then we take it and sit aside and say okay without that who are you mm. and i think we operate too often from the ego and we forget that there's this person inside the essence of ourselves that we don't tap into enough and so i think for me when we get it right it's because we're being authentic and vulnerable and uh, and true to ourselves and yeah. our values and when we get it wrong it's because we're operating from the ego and there can be so many triggers that put us in that space so that is so good i love it, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. and also it's um it's a little bit like the goose that laid the golden egg story you know how you can you get some golden eggs but if you if you kill the goose you don't get any <laughs> and and so it's production against the, the yeah, person who can, that can produce the, the things for you. So you've got to get the balance right between those two. Because yeah. very short term success, wanting all the golden eggs, and then you, your people burn out or whatever. So I think that balance is really important. So true. And so, and so then moving into teams, right? Moving into to teams, you've, you've worked within teams, you've run teams, you've managed teams. Where, and, and based from the teacher, the, the teachings that you're you're practicing at the moment, particularly around the ego, how is that? Where do you see the teams that have really shine and flourish? What what are they doing well? And where do you see the teams that are just that they're not aligned and they're not flourishing? What what's the difference you're finding? I think I think communication is a, a huge thing in teams, um, and I think that ego thing again. Yeah. I think teams being led by somebody that wants all the accolades. I remember in my very first job that I started with, I had a boss. And so I was new straight out of university and I was working with a team of other young girls and we were all in childcare. And we had this boss who would go to the big bosses and she would take all the credit. And I mean, in the end, it didn't sort of matter, but it really sat, it didn't sit well with me because I just thought, hang on, you're sort of sitting in middle management. We're doing all the groundwork and you go and get the pat on the back. Yep. And she never came back to us and said, oh, girls, you're doing really well or anything. We just heard from other people that this is, you know, what was happening. And I, I didn't feel that she was part of our team then. It felt like it was us and her. And so yep. I think it's being part of a team means 
what's and all, you know, getting dirty with everybody because mm. you're part of something, not you know, for your own self. So yeah, it's the old, there's no I in team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's the teams to be successful. We're not, in my opinion, we're not talking about just the tough stuff of setting goals. You can have the great goals and you can great have processes and plans in place that look magnificent. Mm. But if you don't have what we're calling the soft skills, and I think we've got to stop the word soft skills because they're essential skills, they're life skills. Yeah. And, you know, for teams to flourish, you've got to have those difficult conversations. You've got to remove your ego, as Elle's talking about, because yeah. the greatest thing that breaks down teams are, are people's egos and, and the stories they tell themselves. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's essential, the, the essential skills, you know, need to be the part of the process. They absolutely need to be. So, you know, we talk about adaptability. We're talking about, as I said, communication, resilience. So all those, all those skills of, of, of actually um, being together with the soft skill, you know, I don't like that word, but they're essential. And, and as the world's changing all the time and, we don't. We can't predict what's happening next week with technology, or you know, in the next few months. So we've, we've actually got to give, and that's one of our big things we want to empower um, children with is these essential skills for life, so that when things change in twenty years, because who knows what job they'll be doing, they've got the skills that are uh, collaboration. They've got those skills. So yeah, the essential skills or soft skills. Love it. Love it. Now we talked about mentors and you talked about Stephen Covey before. Who are some of the other mentors or people that you've looked up to that you've been, you, you've learned and you've taken information away that has really made a, a massive difference. Who are some of those mentors? Can I say you, mate. Can oh, I say you? <laughs> <laughs> you? Thank you. It's Goldie. I'd love to see the, the stuff you, you know, a bit of a compliment here that you talk about with your children and that you share is awesome. I love Thank it. You. So, it's a yeah, really nice thing. And, and, yeah. um, I think from an education perspective, it was really hard to find mentors because mm. education's heading down a track that we just felt, you know, it shouldn't be. But I, I think Dr. Ken Robinson um, certainly is someone that we studied closely and, and you know, followed his message that education does need transforming. Yeah. Um, at the moment, we've got some parent, um, conscious parent, sort of mentors that we look up to. So Dr. Shafali's, I'm not going to say her last name correctly now. Dr. Shafali, everybody knows her, I think, if you're into parenting. Um, she's been really awesome. And she, I think we started talking about this whole conscious parenting thing. And then we did a bit of research and we came across and we went, oh my gosh, like that's everything we've been talking about. So I guess she got in early. Um, but yeah, we really resonated with her stuff. Yeah, we're doing a little bit with um, Eckhart Tolle at the moment, yeah. um, which is, yeah, really interesting. We summed up for a course from his from the US just to sit and we, we watched an hour and 40 minutes last night, which was really great to um, get conversations and thinking going. Yeah. Um, we're doing some more study at the moment with, or starting next month with acceptance and commitment therapy. Who, who Russ Harris. Russ Harris. Russ so, Harris. Wow, cool. All this is really complimenting and, and showing us processes to, for ourselves to, to break down our own egos, which is, sure. which is massive in a husband and wife team. <laughs> 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 we've, we've, had some, we've had some very interesting discussions trying to, to take some deep breaths and, you know, like break the, those old ego habits down, yeah. particularly yeah. mine. Um, um, 
So the other mentor for me is uh, Dr. Brene Brown. Fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Cool. Yeah, so, you're like you're saying, Stephen Covey. I went through my Covey phase, but I think um, I, I'm just seeing the wisdom of it because I think lots of his uh, is based around mindfulness. So mm. you know, it drives so true. So. so true. So true. So if you were to give uh, three pieces of advice to the listeners in relation to this work, what would those three pieces of advice be? Oh, we were talking about this and we thought, um, I guess for us, advice is really hard to give. As therapists, we're trying not to. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> and also feeling like really new business people, um, we probably don't feel like we could advise anybody other than to say, believe in yourself. We took a massive leap of faith leaving a profession that had been our heart and soul and life for 30 years um, with no business knowledge whatsoever. We just did it. We jumped off the cliff, held hands and <laughs> held our breath and we're probably still floating down there somewhere. But believe in yourself because if you don't, nobody else will. And, yeah. and I think that's super important. You have to have the confidence in yourself to just go after your dreams and you know, and things happen. We've just been amazed at how when you're open to the universe, the types of things that come to you that you hadn't even thought of or expected so at all. So, you know, we're three months in, which most people tell us is, you know, still very early days in a business. And we just started to feel a little bit confident that we've done the right thing and that, you know, the work's coming in and we're enjoying it and we're learning so much. So I right. would just yeah, believe, just believe. Yeah, and I'd say be open. Be open to opportunities. Um, I know that sounds um, a hard thing to do because a lot of business advice we received was pick a niche and go for it. Mm. But I guess what we've done is we've picked our niche of consciousness and then from there we're letting it flow out. So yeah. be open for opportunities and um, and that's that's a really important one. That, that And I guess the, the also like going on with Elle's believing yourself is no. Well, one of our messages that we give is that we believe that everyone has the, the empowerment or, or the ability inside them to unlock mm. their great talents. And that's just finding the right people to assist you to get there um, and, and finding the right people to um, you know, coordinate with, touch base with, um, collaborate with. You know? So all those things are so vitally important. So true. Love it. Love it. Love it. So how can, how can the audience find out more? Where can we send them? Where, what, where, where can they go to, to reach out and, and connect with you guys? Um, we are on Facebook and Instagram as Time for Change Consulting at the moment. We're still in the um, process of getting our website put together because um, we've been too busy to do that. So we, we've got a website designer this week and he's, he's made a start on that. So that will be out soon, but I can't tell you the address for that. But our um, email address is timeforchange at gmail.com. So we're... Um, we can certainly send through some information if people are interested, but probably Facebook and you can book with us on Facebook and all of our services and that are on our Facebook. We're also on YouTube. We are also on yeah, YouTube. YouTube and, um, As like Ellen Anthony Hayes. Ellen Anthony Hayes. Yeah. And we've just been doing some little take two videos, just chatting about connection and consciousness. Beautiful. Beautiful. So there we go, guys. Go and check it out. Uh, check them out on Facebook. Time for Change Consulting. Um, reach out to them. Check it out on, on YouTube as well. Elle and Anthony, really appreciate your time today. It's been fantastic. I said we could be chatting for hours on this stuff. It is so interesting and so intriguing. But you guys are, are making a beautiful difference to, to all those people around you. So 
I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so, so much. Well, thank, uh, thank you, you very much. It's been great to awesome talk to you. opportunity. Great to see you. And love to the family. Yeah.